Hey, Stan, you up? Got the flat to myself, and I'm so horny. Flame emoji. Jesus, Stan, that was quick. Hey, sexy. Um, what the hell? Aren't you gonna let me in? I think you've pressed the wrong buzzer, mate. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, I'm not joking. You texted me. Perfect timing, too. Um, I texted Stan. No, you texted Satan. What? Oh, shit. I'm beginning to think you don't remember me. No, um, uh, wait. From that gay sauna under the arches in... Voxel. That wasn't a sauna. Yes, it was. I waited in that line, feeling a mixture of excitement and shame. There was that one-way turnstile. Went down the stairs, kept going till it was all hot and dark. Fought my way through the heaps of shriveled, naked bodies. No. Yep. That was hell, wasn't it? That's right. So, all the yelling and groaning. The cries of the eternally damned, yes. And the room with the sling? Torture chamber. Mm. And the shitty, overproduced porn playing everywhere. Yep. Not hot at all. Ironic, considering it's, you know, hell. But there was a vending machine down there. Only because we've got a heathen resources lady now. They may be infidels, but they're still people. It, it was quite diverse down there, actually, I must say. Yeah, that's all HR. Doing... Community outreach, so it's not all... Well, you watch the news. So, hang on. If that was hell, how come I was able to make it back out of there alive? It was Pride Night, I seem to recall. Lots of bad decisions being made. We were probably at capacity, so the emaciated ghoul at the door must have let you out. Oh, so he was dead. I'm not sure. I've never had the courage to ask. We've all just had sensitivity training, and apparently it's not appropriate to ask another person about the status of mortality. Fair. Anyway, you gonna let me in or not? I'm so horny. Yeah, I can see them. Hold on. No, now I remember. You must have given me something in that place, because when I went for a piss a few days later, it burnt like crazy. Although, I don't know, maybe that's just another hell thing. Uh, yeah. Well, like I said, I meant to text Stan. He's a redhead too, funnily enough. Is he into groups? Listen, I don't want to be rude, but I really wasn't feeling it last time. I only took your number so you'd kind of leave me alone. Well, you're the one with the dank bottomless pit, mate. Ah, uh, go to hell. Oh, damn it. Okay. By the way, you should probably get checked. This is gay! This is gay! This is gay! Gay sex. Sources say it's the best. But, as the ancient straight proverb goes, 
what they want to do in the bedroom between the two of them behind closed doors is no one's business. So what if it's more than two people? Like three? Or three and a half? What if one of those people is made out of inflatable, easy clean PVC? Is that still no one's business? Probably. But what if what goes on behind closed doors carries on going on behind open ones? Out in the hallway, at the bus stop, or in the car park at the big Asda, behind the bins at the back, because the cameras aren't working. If the number of variables and potential locations involved feels infinite, that's because it is. Gay sex is everywhere. And if something was everywhere, shouldn't everyone know about it? Is it possible that instead of none, the amount of our business gay sex should be is actually some? <sighs> that was amazing. Oh, I'll get you a towel. Already? Well, yeah. Otherwise it just gets all... You know. Don't move. I'll be back. Hmm. He's got a nice room. I wonder if he gets a view out that window. Oh, nope. That's dribbling. I don't want to get any on his sheets. I'll have a look when he comes back with that towel. <sighs> it's a bit cold in here. Probably should close that window. No. Oh, now it's gone down the other side. Um, right. Need to stay still. Where did he go? Uh, Zach? Okay, this is ridiculous. I'll just grab my boxes with my toe. Let me just... Ah, ah, cold, cold. Zach? Zach? Oh, shit. He's turning into... Ice? Zach! It's... It's solid. Oh, and it's on his sheets. Wait, I'm... Frozen to the bed. I can't move. Zach? Come back. Come back. Oh, maybe he's got something I can break it with in his bedside. Oh, so much pride crap. Does this still work? Come back. Come back. Okay. Oh, sorry lad, didn't see you there. Oh no, it's something to which I've grown quite accustomed. Christ, are you a kid? Alas, no. I am not the sprog of the twig snapper race from which you hail. Though I know I am similar in stature and vocal timbre. You what, mate? 
I know our two species do not share all the same lexicon, but I believe your sort refer to us as woodland sprites. Come again? Elfin folk. You lost me. I'm a bush goblin. Oh. Yes, it is true. It was only a matter of time before I should cross paths with a lost wanderer of the Midnight Glades. A what? Traversing our homeland, forever silently circling the trees in complex and ever-changing configurations. Most often in the dead of night, and especially on the weekend. So you're not a kid then? <laughs> For several hundred years, I and my family have inhabited this shadowy grove. The park. The park, yes. Now, I must know, or the insatiable demons of curiosity will continue to nip at me. Why, when the sun sets, do you come and draw circles with your footsteps in our peaceful scrabbling home? Are you lost? One would imagine the magical buzzing light stones you each seem to carry would provide ample light for you to find your way in the darkness. Are you asking me what I'm looking for? I suppose I am. Dunno, really. Whatever I'm in the mood for, I guess. Ah, so these night wanderings are in actuality. Biddings of the bodily spirits within. Tell me then, oh, track-suited colossus from the clan of one, two, three stripes. What is it that you seek? Right now? Mm-hmm. You kind of got a thing at the moment for straight married guys. Ah, the ceremony of matrimonial bond. A custom we share. Okay. And when you find your bewedded, what then? Well, if he's taller than us, then I'd probably let him fuck me over that stump. Oh. And if the opposite should apply with regards to the sought-after individual's vertical endowment? Well, yeah, if he's shorter, then I'd normally be the one doing all the... Wait. Didn't you have little trousers on before? Quickly, she'll be back with those pine cones any minute. Y you're right, lad. Not really my type. Oh. Yeah, be because you're a goblin. Yeah, because I'm a goblin. No, no, it's it's cool. It's cool. See you around, maybe? Yeah, sure. Weirdo. Yeah, just finished. Right. Fair enough. According to sociologist historians, the shroud of secrecy that still surrounds gay activity is a musty hand-me-down from grainier, more black and white times. In the UK, after 1967, men were no longer punished for committing a, quote, homosexual act in private, provided the parties were 21 years of age or older and that no more than two persons took part or were present. The law had only applied to men, which meant that public lesbian teenage orgies were still allowed to continue unchecked, just as they had for centuries. Still, the term homosexual act was a vague one, and the homosexuals impacted at the time were left confused. I remember when that movie Funny Girl had just come out of the pictures. You know the one with Barbara Streisand? Anyway, me and a couple friends wanted to do a sort of homemade rendition of that song with Babs running around in that fabulous fur hat, jumping on trains and boats and whatnot. 
we'd all take turns being a different one. So I'd be here at the station and then Mitch would be here on the train and you get the picture. Oh, and if you could have seen Mitch, massive bloke, great big beard out to here. I mean, it was all just for fun, you know, nothing too serious. We made a little ticket booth out of our boxes and pretended the sofa was a train carriage. It was all very silly, but then, of course, even though we were doing it indoors, the courts would have most likely seen it as homosexual activity. And there were, one, two, I think five of us in total, so that would have been a definite no-go. But we really wanted to do it, just for a laugh, so in the end, to get the numbers down, we sort of decided to do a battle royale kind of thing. Each of us got a kitchen knife and started at different ends of the house, and then, you know, we sort of just violently slashed away at each other until, until there were two of us left. Oh, it was such a bloody mess, you. <laughs> but it was the law, apparently. I tell you, Mitch's beard made a fabulous hat in the end. Maybe really loved it. And then I suppose that what the law is only related to sexual acts. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. I said the law, the homosexual act, I think it only applies to sex. I, I see. Well, it's, it's not clear, is it? Then again, we were all bumming each other like foxes before I had the idea to do the musical thing and brought out all the knives. So, you know, it would have all been very frowned upon, I'm sure. Maybe things will be different in the future, though. He was right. Now, things are much differenter. The easily confusable act was removed entirely from the statute book in 2004, finally allowing homosexuals like Barry here to engage in group sex and put on their indoor bloodbath musicals with peace of mind. Of course, Barry's very dead now, so none of this matters. Now that it's officially no longer a crime to have gay sex, either with one consenting adult or 27, and with the age of consent brought down to match the one for straight people, does this mean gay men are having more sex with each other? According to both the Journal of the American Medical Association, also known as JAMA, and the British Medical Journal, also known as VOOJ, the answer, somewhat surprisingly, is a big floppy no. He probably hasn't even taken off his coat, let alone thought about what he's making for dinner. Oh, but Mr. Tomato, it's only a matter of time before his tummy starts to rumble. Oh, I wonder what it'll be this evening. Oh, Mr. Cucumber, you always get so excited. I can't help it, Mrs. Butter. The chance to be part of something delicious, sliced and sautéed with a tangy soy drizzle, or maybe chopped up with nuts for a hearty salad. Oh, the possibilities are endless. Oh, now you're making me feel peckish. Maybe he'll pick me. Or me. No, me. But he's gonna pick me. Head. No, I'm the roundest. Oh, now look what you've done. You've got the olives all excited. Oh, can you blame them? Oh, calm down, you little pipsqueaks. You'll all get your turn. He's in the kitchen. Oh, I think I hear a shot. Bug. He must be trying something different. I can't wait. <gasps> this is it, gang. Shh, shh, petitions. <laughs> Cucumber. Cucumber. Ah. <gasps> I can't believe it. <laughs> shush now, olives. Shush. 
Where are we going? The chopping board is over there. sex plays in gay life varies from large to short and stubby, but there is perhaps nothing bigger, harder, and more painful to take than a gay childhood. Next time, football, popper recommendations, and... This is Gay. Written and performed by Kirk Flash. With performances by Peter Clements, Asha Reed, and Simon Eves. Follow the show on social at This Is This Is Gay. If you enjoyed this episode, great. Can we listen to something straight now? <laughs> <laughs>